0: Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful, Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie User. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Hey everyone, I am so happy you have joined me this week. I know how crazy the holiday season gets. Trust me, I am right there with you as I try to sit down and gather my thoughts and realize that I am probably this episode and one more away from finishing season two already. I just can't even believe I've done this for two years weekly. Um, I didn't think I had that much to say, but I think I can talk with the best of them. So welcome. If you're new here, I am so glad you decided to drop in. I um, take my personal journey as an above knee amputee and try to help out where I can. I love trying to motivate people. Um, The teacher in me really wants to get out and teach people how to live their best life. My personal training background, and equine therapy background that I'm getting right now currently um, all kind of play into this, but really the the big thing for me each week is just kind of giving a glimpse into amputee life through my own personal struggles and successes and those experiences and also just motivating any of you that are just lacking the motivation and you're frustrated with life right now, Um, especially on the medical side. I have so many of my good friends that are struggling with, you know, diseases and sickness and injury and, you know, some irreparable damages. And I know how hard it can be. And I, I get it. I've been there. I've been in that seat. I'm still in that seat, so to speak. And I just come out here and I just give you what I think my perspective is on life. And, you know, I'm grateful for where I'm at because I'm extremely happy. I have no regrets um for electing to amputate above the knee, and I've just been able to actually get out and live the life I've always wanted to live and each day is a new journey each day is a new experience each day is painful each day is great uh it just depends on the moment it depends on the week it depends on whatever but I'm here to tell you that you can live a really amazing life, no matter where you're at right now. And I just thought, you know, wow, I I started looking at our calendar, and as a family, we travel a little bit in December. So I am going to have this week's podcast that you're listening to. Next week, I will be unavailable. But the week after that will be my final week before Christmas, New Year's, and the start of our new year of 2023 and season three, which I can't wait to get started with you. But before we can start on season three, we need to wrap up season two. And I thought, what better way than to kind of give you a glimpse into all the things I have used over the last several years of being an amputee to get me motivated moving, physically active, to whatever extent I could. And I thought it might be a great gift-giving episode for anybody in your life. Because what I realized is when I started posting the things that I was trying as I became an amputee in those first couple of years, um, for those of you that don't know, I am actually about 12 days away from what they call my ampiversary. Um, It'll be four years on December 18th. December 18 of 18 is when I elected to have my surgery and became an amputee above the knee. And I just, that first year especially, I had done and tried everything. Actually, it was almost a letdown because I had so many high expectations and goals for myself that in one year and a month, I had achieved all those goals that I had originally set for myself. And then I sat back and was like, well, now what? <laughs> so then I started just reinventing myself. And I think that has been the thing and the key to my success and my happiness is the fact that I believe the sky is the limit. There, There is no limit, right, on what we can do or can't do. Um, and I just believe that positive self-talk, goal-setting, and and stumbling, falling, and picking yourself back up are all key to that joy and happiness that I have felt. And, you know, I've had a lot of my friends say, gosh, you've got your life all together, which I think is ironic because if you saw me, you might think, oh, wow, look, she's missing her whole leg. And yet, you know, in in the 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 spirit of being transparent, of course I don't have it all together, nobody does. And I don't fake it. I'm naturally a pretty happy person and I'm grateful for that. That was just the way I was raised. My mom was like that. She had a smile that could light up the room and um, she is my hero and I miss her dearly. We lost her the same year I lost my leg. So 2018 was quite rough. Do I have my stuff all together? Absolutely not. I'm a mom. I have two boys, you know, older boys, 18 and 20, that are in and out of the house, in college, working, you know, doing their thing. A husband who works really hard for our family. Two dogs. And um, I am very grateful for my life, but that doesn't mean that every moment is perfect. And I've always told you that I would rather be transparent. I have had my share of falls. And I've had my share of pain. Actually, this weekend, I was struggling with even walking around my house in my prosthetic. Uh, It was hitting some nerve in the back of my leg. And Sunday and, and yesterday were crazy painful. And even sitting, which that was... That was my numbing because this was something I haven't felt since before my TMR surgery. And that's a whole other episode you can look back on. But um, yeah, so I, that was my weekend. Um, I had a great party on Saturday that I hosted. But then Sunday, Monday, I was like, maybe overdid it or something. And I just hit a nerve. And once you kind of hit a nerve, well, at least I do, I feel like once I've hit a nerve and pissed it off, it stays pissed off for a while because A, I don't stop wearing my leg, and B, I I don't stop going. Like, I'm still type A, and I still run around and do everything I normally do. I just deal with it. So having it all together and looking like I have it all together are two different things. No one, no one, I don't care what they tell you, has it all together all the time. But you can manage it, and um, I think that's just some people successfully manage their stuff, (laughs) And some people do not successfully manage their stuff. So, you know, that's the difference too. And I believe that successful positive attitude uh, begets successful positive life. Not that there aren't the downsides, but I'm just saying in whole, in the whole thing of life, in the, the whole realm of it, the more positive and upbeat you are, the more that type of experience is drawn to you. And the more negative and um, and frustrated you are, the more you draw that to you. I really believe that. And um, you know, I have no reason not to because I know that I've always tried to stay upbeat and I think that I have successfully gotten through the amputation surgery and come out on the other side a better person for it. And and hopefully my family has too as my support system because I think I've stayed strong so that they I don't have to rely on them as much, especially not as much as I had to when I was going through all my knee surgeries. That was crazy time. But anyways, I digress. Attitude does is, is everything. And I thought what I wanted to share with you guys today one, if you are an amputee or someone struggling to be mobile, these might be helpful to you to get or to ask and put on your holiday wish list. And I say holiday wish list, I mean, most of you are probably Christians that um, celebrate Christmas. Maybe some of you celebrate Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or or any other. But for the holidays, these are great gift ideas. Now, I know I'm videotaping myself for my YouTube channel, but I don't have them all in front of me because some of them are awfully big to have sitting here in my hands. They don't really fit. But I will tell you, um, one of the first things that I got that um, helped me enjoy moving quickly when I was just getting used to my leg and not getting far in it, but just getting places, um, is that my husband got me a a manual scooter with brakes. That is the key. (laughs) The first one I had did not have brakes and I didn't think anything of it. And I say manual because yes, there's electric ones, but I am all for you guys doing stuff that can get you healthier. I don't want you becoming overweight or obese because you're not mobile and now you're on a electric scooter and you're getting places, but you're not putting any effort into it. So I'm going to tell you, if you're going to get mobile, then you need to do it where you have to put in the work so that you can, you can help yourself become a healthy individual for yourself, for your family, for, for whoever, right? They want you to be healthy. They want you to be strong. So I got a manual one and this is crazy, and if you look back at any of my social media, you will see I've always tried to post things that I've done so people can see how it's done as an APT. But on a manual scooter, I put my good right leg foot on the scooter, and I actually push with my prosthetic. That really helped with my hip flexor on the weak side, on the residual side, but it also um, helped with my glute. And, and, and I had to work for it. It also, which I wasn't expecting, but his was a phenomenal sidebar, is that my right leg was getting stronger because I'd have to dip down into a little bit of a squat to get my foot far enough on the ground to push through on the street and then come up, and then I'd squat down, and then I'd come up, and I'd squat down. I remember times where I had to stop because my right leg, my good leg, would be screaming at me. The muscles would be so sore. And now I say breaks because um, the one fall I did have, and, and, and this is, we had a big hill by our house, and I finally got the courage to cross the street, build up speed, and then, put both feet on the scooter, hands on the handlebars, no brakes, and go down it. And it ended in a T, so I had to make a turn left or a turn right um, and hope to God no cars were coming through that way. <laughs> we would do this late at night. My sons would go out with me. They'd go to the end of the street and watch for cars um, because I couldn't stop. I would just have to um, get lose momentum and just slow down slowly. But the one time I did go out, I thought it would be really cool to, to do like my GoPro on my handlebars. And I had that on there and I was going and didn't realize that on the sidewalk, it wasn't a big hill or anything, but um, there was construction going on at the end of the sidewalk and I didn't know it until I was upon it. And I t- <laughs> I tried to stop with my my prosthetic and it just it just crumpled on me and I went right over the handlebars and bit it all on camera. It was awesome. So needless to say, uh, when my husband caught wind of that, he went and bought me a new one with brakes. So I would very highly suggest you have brakes. The other time, and make sure you check your brakes, because I did go out with my husband once, (laughs) with my one with brakes, and I got through and was heading to a downhill Stop sign with um uh, on my a main road, and as I was getting closer, I usually pumped my brake on my handlebar, and there was no brakes left and I was heading straight for the stop sign and my husband literally threw his his i think he was on a scooter, threw it down and ran ahead of me, turned and braced himself to catch me in full like full speed at the stop sign. And so, yes, he has sacrificed his body for me. Um, so get a scooter with brakes, but get make sure that every time you go out, you check your brakes before you hit a big hill, okay? I promise you that is a very important thing. And wear a helmet. Always have a helmet. You don't need your brain to be scrambled on sidewalk or street, okay? That's important. Um, the other thing that was probably one of the best gifts ever and brought me to tears is you know, you hear the saying, oh, it's as easy as riding a bike. The problem is, is for an above knee amputee, no knee, riding a bike is not as easy as it used to be. And it's not so much the riding part. Once I get on, I'm fine. It's getting on and getting off. Because of my Autobox C leg that I have, I have different modes I can put it in. One of them is bike mode. So that when I'm pedaling, my knee joint is just loose and it'll just go with the flow of the pedal speed depending on how fast I'm going. The problem is, is when it is like that, I can't stand on it to swing my other leg over the bike to get on it. So then I have to stand on my good leg and try to swing a big, heavy prosthetic over that's loose And then I have to kind of stay stabilized on my good leg while I try to get a very loose foot on a pedal. And then I have to push with a prosthetic leg to get enough vertical and speed to put my other foot on the pedal. So, and then likewise, you can imagine getting off is the same thing. If I get off, I can't stop and put my prosthetic leg down because it will just, I will fall. Um, So I have to always stop and get my right leg down first. And then I'm, I'm tipping and my bike's really heavy. It is an electric bike, but I never use it for that because I just told you, I want you to be healthy. My husband wanted me to have an electric bike in case I got tired on long, you know, 15, 20 mile bike rides, but, or big hills going up, but I, never use it. I've only used it a couple times when I just wanted to feel that speed um, and to see what kind of power it had. That's kind of fun. But I always want to go out and get the exercise. I want to earn what I'm doing. You know, I like the feeling of burning calories and um, enjoying getting fit. So also wearing a helmet. Now the key with a bike and people don't realize this, if you are an above knee amputee, or you're going to become one, or you know someone that is and you want to shop for them, here's the gift. It's not the bike. It is the pedal. Without a knee, I cannot keep my foot. I don't have anything keeping my foot on a pedal because your knee holds your foot in place. So without a knee joint, it would just slide off. Likewise, I do not feel comfortable putting my toes in toe clips because if I go to fall, I can't pull my knee, my leg out because I don't have a knee to pull it out. I have to literally take my hand and pull my shin back. That's the only way I would get my foot out of that. Well, that's not going to happen when you're needing to stop at a stop sign or an intersection because you're trying to get one leg out and then you got to try to get the other. So here's what my husband bought me. They're called Maglock bike pedals. And I think they were originally made just for like competitive, like off-road bikers, dirt bikers, mountain bikers. But they are stellar for amputees. The thing you will need is not just the pedals, but you will need um, the right kind of shoes to put a magnet on the bottom of your shoe. So instead of a toe clip, you have a magnet, which is great because as I'm raising up my left leg with a prosthetic and my leg is kind of moving around, I can get it right there and it'll stick onto that magnet and I won't have to mess with it. And also to get off, all I have to do is, I can pull my leg up. They show people on commercials, like uh, getting on their bike uh, below, uh, like monkey bars and grabbing the monkey bars and pulling up and the bike and their feet stay attached to the pedals with the weight of the bike and everything they're really good how you get them off is you just twist your ankle and it pops the magnet so normally when you're biking obviously you're just going up down up down up down and it's great it does, they don't fall off but if you twist your ankle you'll pop the magnet That was like one of the best gifts ever because I was like, I'd really love to bike and go and feel like the fresh air and go far and see things. But with, especially on days when like, gosh, my leg is hurting so bad in my socket and I can't go walking or hiking. Biking gives me a chance to see the world, get some exercise, but not put so much pressure on a sore limb. So Maglock bike pedals. And the shoes, I I think my husband must have talked to one of the guys that work there. You can look online for them. They're on Instagram and Facebook. And they will give you what shoe you need. And the best part is, is in the pedals, you can pull off the metal plate on top. And there's all these little cylinder magnets in there. So you can have all the magnets and make them super, super strong. Or you can pull some out if you have weaker legs, because you don't want it to be so you can't get your foot off. So you can have the strength of magnets. You can choose by withdrawing magnets or adding magnets inside the pedal. So that is an amazing, amazing gift idea for someone who wants to be active, but struggles with it. Um, The other things that I have done is I really got into surfing because, well, I had never surfed as a two-legger. And I thought, well, why not give it a shot? (laughs) I'm one leg down. So if a shark comes at me, the chances are they're not going to get, get, get a, a fleshy leg. They'll probably get the metal leg because the metal. But um, I wanted to surf. But the problem is, is, when you live in the desert, it's not like we have places to go surfing very easily. You have to be on vacation. And what I found is two things. When I asked everybody, when I was in Kauai, and that's where I learned how to surf, I said what do I do when I'm home and I'm not here surfing or in California surfing? What can I do to strengthen up my arms for paddling out and my my jump ups and things like that? So I got some exercises to work on, but I also bought an indo board. And there are different ones out there, but I love my indo board because I have a couple different things I can be on. It looks like a It looks like a small surfboard or a very large skateboard. Okay, mine's about, I think it probably comes up about five, four feet, four and a half feet. And it's just hardwood. And then underneath it, I have a small roller and I have a very large roller. And then I have a a squishy kind of, it almost looks like a small version of a BOSU wall the half ball that's hard on one side, but it's all squishy, but it, it goes underneath there just to cause instability. Okay. And so you have all these different things height wise and circular wise, and it works on your core strength and your balance, which is really hard when you have one leg, you can't feel the fluctuation on your foot and I can't grab with toes. So I do it barefoot. And I can grab with my right toe, but my left foot, obviously I can't, but it's a great um, feeling of success. I hold on, to start, I held on to a door frame and was sitting there on there. And I finally got to a point where I'd take it outside and on our grass and I tried it and finally got up without holding on to anything. And that was, for me, that was like a huge goal was to be able to do that. So that board is amazing. The other thing I did get was I did buy my own surfboard, I think it was a six-footer, for my pool, which it's almost about, you know, it's a little, it's obviously smaller than my pool, but when it comes to surfing, it's very, very big in the pool, but what I would do was my husband um, put a huge stake in the ground outside the pool in the dirt and I tied a, a rope to it. And tied the rope around my waist and jumped on my, pa- on my surfboard and paddled against the rope. And I just would paddle and I could just get to the point where I was totally out of breath. And I would be just so sore. I remember one day I woke, I got up and my ribs were sore. And I remember that from the first day I went surfing was sitting on a board when you're not used to that. Your ribs get real sore and my shoulders were sore. So I started doing that just to get the feel and strengthen up the body that needs to get myself paddled out. But then I started doing some pop-ups on there. Um, I just had to be careful I didn't fall off and like hit my head on the ledge. But I would do pop-ups too, and that would help me feel what it was like to get up from that. So, and of course you can always do a... um, um, like a stand-up paddleboard, and I have that too. I have a blow-up one for up near our cabin where there's a lake, and I have yet to use that one, but um, I got that for my birthday two years ago, and I haven't used it yet, So, or a year and a half ago. So I need to get that one out, but that's also another idea because even if you kneel, I can kneel on one, but it's really great for core exercise is trying to stay standing on a paddleboard. We did that when we went to the Bahamas, and um, I'll tell you what, it was really hard. And then when you fall off, getting back on, I couldn't stand. Um, I, I had a hard time getting into standing position because when I try to stand up as a an amputee, it's, you know, butt up in the air and I'm very uncoordinated. So I had to get back on and kneel. And that's all right, except that after a while, kneeling gets a little painful. So Those are just some ideas that I think that would be amazing for people that you know that are looking to get active, but they're struggling for mobility or strength. Um, As an amputee, these are great things to put on your list. Check out my Instagram page. And I think I may even have some on my YouTube, but I'm not sure. I think Instagram has most of that stuff. But you can see clips and pictures of me doing some of those activities between, oh, and I do have another board that's huge that I use and it's street paddle boarding. And I do that on my knees and, um, and you have a street paddle and, and it's a great, cause when you're on your knees, you, you can maneuver, but you have to maneuver with your, your core. And so, you know, leaning into a a non-existent leg into your prosthetic to try to turn your paddle your board a different way on the road is pretty pretty hard so those are i mean those are all ideas that those are the things i did like my first year and a half of being an amputee that got me out got me active and people were like "Well, how did you lose all that weight that's how i lost all the weight i got out and i made sure that everything i did was i was active even walking around the block every every night i would go out with my dogs You know, I made it a thing that they needed exercise, so I was going to be the one to do it. And I also, when I got out at night, I would, I liked walking at night because I tell people streetlights don't lie. I would watch my shadow. And I'll tell you, there are times I'm like, oh my gosh, am I really walking like that? Because the shadow, it look, I call it my penguin walk. If I'm sore, you'll see me walk more like a penguin. I will I will have a side to side kind of movement versus, you know, g- going forward and backward with my arms. I'm side to side limping almost. And I use those shadows at night to work on my form for walking, which is also another great exercise that costs no money. But this episode was more about what would you put on your wish list and those things I love and I have them at my ready whenever I want to use them and what I whenever I want to get out and do something different, they're, they're there and ready for me to take off and go and use. Just always be safe, right? Make sure that if you're out at night, you have reflector, reflector things on. Make sure you're always wearing your helmet. And if you are an above-knee amputee and you try some of these things out on, on the streets, maybe use wrist guards, elbow guards, and knee guards so that um, you're never really gonna fall. It just happens. And, uh, you know, they don't have to be huge falls to hurt because streets just rip you up. So please be safe, but get out and get active. You know, don't wait for the New Year's resolution. Um, I'm, if you've listened to any of my other pos- podcasts, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions because they tend to fail. They will fail by February. So start now. Start getting active now. Start asking for the things that will help you get active But with the holiday gifts and everything, and get out and and just live a really great life. I guarantee that you will find that once you start getting active, fresh air and the endorphins that you kick in by getting active are going to make you feel amazing. And then your attitude changes. And then when your attitude changes, the things that happen around you start to become more positive. I promise you. You know, it's like one thing that leads to the other, leads to the other. And good leads to good. It really does. And positive things lead to positive things. Negative is going to breed negative vibes, negative auras, negative people in your life. So work on your positivity. Get out and get active. Put some of these things on your wish list. Ask Santa for them. And um, I just hope and pray that you guys have a wonderful holiday season. I will be back in two weeks. Next week, I'm actually out skiing. So I have a feeling that I will not get on. So I think I have one more podcast before the end of the year. And um, I will talk about what we need to do to get a new year started and feel healthy and happy and, and motivated to kick butt and become a warrior. Right? Just like we talk about. So until the next time I speak to you, which may not be next week. As always, be healthy, be happy, be you.